Hello and welcome everyone to the Unscripted Scripts Show, where I am Jeff and I'm I am John. joined by John and also Lawrence. John Lawrence. Lawrence. I'm Lawrence. And thank you, John. <laughs> I'm John. And we are all here. Roll call, John. What? Roll call. Oh, uh, Jeff. No. President. Uh, Lawrence. Here. Uh, John. John is here. Here. Cool. Uh, so to start the show, um, does anyone have anything to review? No, I pretty much shot my wad last week with that Rescue Rangers review. <laughs> <laughs> now we should review the Nintendo game Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Probably better than that movie. Probably was. Mm -hmm. uh, plugs. Plugs. Oh, yes, plugs. Wait, wait you, guys, plugs. you didn't ask me if I had a review. Well, do you we, have a review? we'll do the plugs first, and then we'll ask. Oh, okay. It's called fucking professionalism. Excuse me, dude. Right, Good. Do your stupid plugs. Plug my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So if you want to send us a script, you can. Unscriptedscriptsshow at gmail.com or to Jeff's account, unscriptedscripts show at gmail.com it doesn't really matter we'll get it either way mm -hmm. um you can follow us on twitter at script show and you can uh purchase our patreon content support the show for That's a buck right. at patreon.com slash unscripted scripts we'd certainly love to hear from you we would okay okay jeff do you have anything to review um yeah i did actually awesome okay uh, before you go i just want uh, to make one quick uh, comment here uh, mm -hmm. um before i left the house to come here uh, my wife was watching married at first sight australia edition yeah and um i don't you know how you like to make uh, funny comments mm -hmm. to your wife as you watch si such shows um well i i um i'm not big on the reality shows okay know. that's fine but I, I wanted to I wanted to sort of uh, push you on the spot here, and so it's Australia, uh -huh. and one of the couples uh -huh. had had sex. Uh -huh. So Is if that you're not allowed or something? Well, well, no. So they, they're so awkward because they're just married at first sight; they barely know each other. So most of them don't fuck for like months. Yeah. But this couple is like it's been a couple of weeks and they fucked, and they're like the first couple out of all the couples to fuck. Good for them. I, that's it, what I said. Do they have to announce that, or are they just they on don't camera have... all the time so everybody knows anyway? They they they, they wanted to share. They're like, that guys, everyone, moment. we had sex. But it's Australian. So? What would you be doing around the house? In Australia? No, I mean, like, if, you know, you're trying to make funny comments to your wife doing, like, an Australian accent, what would you be saying? Uh, I don't know, maybe something like, uh... Oh, Laura will like this. <laughs> like, oh, I, I want to fuck a roo in the ass. <laughs> well, no, I was just... I want to fuck a koala bear. Well, I was like... <laughs> Everyone, like to announce that we fucked. <laughs> I stuck my penis in her vagina. It's vagina. And vagina. I went to the shower to wash my me penis balls. In her vagina. <laughs> the vagina. I put my prick in her vagina. Her vagina smelled like Vegemite. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. That'd be a problem. <laughs> I've been doing this since uh, listening to Opie and Anthony for, you know, all those, you know, the I, Nye. I, Nye. The vagina nigh. smells like Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> I, Nye. That means she has a yeast infection, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I took her to the doctor. I said, I, doc, your vagina smells like Vegemite. <laughs> I know. The doctor said, Oh, I took a whiff of that. It smelled like a ruse pussy. <laughs>
That's all I wanted to do. That's all. I just want to get that out of the way before you have a review. Cool. Cool. Um, before before I do my review, um, I had a I had a I had a stand up comedy bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's like uh, it starts with like um, you know, I think I'd like to uh, drive a taxi cab. So I think that uh, so what I would do is any time I'd pick up an attractive woman, and she starts telling me where she's going, I'll be like, no, oh, no, it's okay. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> New roll. You don't get to sock your own dinger. You get to sock your own dinger, it's just a given a minute. <laughs> if you wait long enough. I uh, mean, that's in the form of a joke. I thought it was funny when I thought of it like four weeks ago. Oh. I think it's all right. Maybe, maybe it's just in the delivery, you know. Got well, it. you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta have an audience that's warmed up. As yeah. a pro yeah. I can tell you it was all right. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Uh, <laughs> oh, but review. Yes. Review time. For the review, review. Uh, I wanted to review the fourth, first part of the fourth season of Stranger Things. Okay. Did okay. you guys watch it yet? Never no. seen any of it. I didn't even watch the third season. Oh. That handsome guy ahead. showed not, up. You've never I'm, seen any of it. No, I'm probably not going to watch it, though. So well, go this ahead. review is going to be very one-sided. It's not, it's not going to have a lot of input from YouTube, but um, that's okay. Uh, I didn't really want to say too much about it because, you know, spoilers. But by the time this comes out, it'll be pretty well into, you know, I think it'll be long enough. It'll be like, uh, probably be July by the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's kind of part of it. Um, I thought it was better than the last couple of seasons. Okay, so better than seasons two and three. Yeah. Okay. Season two, Will's in the upside down again. Season three, they go to the fucking mall. Yeah, because finally they left Will alone, you know? Oh, good. It's about damn time. They're always just beating him up. Yeah, poor kid. So they left him alone, and now it's like other people are getting all kind of shit from the upside down world. And then they have to, uh, uh, is Will and the girl and Eleven. Uh, Winona Ryder and the brother, they live in California now. Oh, because, well, you know, there's no upside down out there. Well, they had to move away from, like, I don't know, government or something. For government? Under, under, uh, from the government. You think that, you know, your kid getting trapped and, like, you know, over and over again would be enough for you to move away from Maybe there. that's why they moved away. I don't remember. I actually forgot, and I still don't remember them moving there, but who cares? Hey, you know, um... Yeah, that's kind of really all I had to say. I, I thought I would get more out of it because I thought you guys both watched the show, so then no, it could be like, you know. <laughs> you should have asked oh, this yeah. beforehand. We watched it too, and yeah, this review was a real dud. Is that that one where they did a bunch of stuff from the 80s? That's the show? That's the show, yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's, it's an entertaining right. program. Cool. Um, I will say this about the end. Uh, it shouldn't give anything away, but you know what? It's been long enough, so too bad. I thought it was going to be like an Ender's Game kind of ending. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't yeah. seen that. Well, I never saw the movie, but I read the book a long time ago. What are you, what are you dork? Yeah. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> uh, I did read the book a long time ago, and it's kind of like uh, he's like, uh, he has to do these like spaceship simulations where he fights the bad things. I can't remember what they're called. Aliens. Yeah, the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> But he has to like do the simulation after simulation, and then eventually they're like, "Hey, we, you beat him." They're like, "What?" 
I thought it was a simulation. It wasn't a simulation. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I thought they were going to do something like that with Stranger Things. It was just really good with their computers. Like, because there's a thing. There wasn't enough time left in the show. I was just watching it. Uh, we finished it up right before you guys came over. Uh, there wasn't enough time left in the show for them like, to wrap everything up. And then I was like, well, this must be like an Ender's Game thing. And then it just ends. And I'm like, what? They're not done yet. Then it's like, volume two, July 1st. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's more. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Trying to, so, trying to string you along. All right. Yeah. So I've strung this review along, this no, piece of shit review along long enough. So uh, that's that's over. This dud. I like mine better. Dud of a review. I, I also like yours better. <laughs> I liked your stand up routine better. Thanks. It's not a routine. That's one joke. <laughs> exactly. Only one joke. And someone's going to steal it and use it in their act. <laughs> I'm going to use it in my yeah. tight five. The tight five. I could put that in my tight five, I think. You know, just deliver. Work on the delivery. That was the first time I said it out loud. Oh. So I didn't do it in front of the mirror or anything. I use it in my loose two and a half. <laughs> we'll start doing it in the car. <laughs> my wife calls my dick. <laughs> <laughs> loose two and a half. <laughs> Good one. Maybe. You should be doing stand-up yeah, jokes. stand-up. <laughs> I want some material come to where I work. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys want to get to the movie script? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Excellent. We are reviewing the movie, uh, Facade. 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 As John Hurd would say it. Facade. <laughs> From my fellow Americans. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to say something about this. I like it. You like it? I like the script, yeah. I've been enjoying this one, too. Yeah. I don't mean just because, like, you know, it's fun to, you know, joke about and trash it and stuff. Because <laughs> really, I'm, I, like, I, like, I think it would be neat. It kind of reminds me of those old, uh, like, cautionary... PSA type thing, those oh, cautionary yeah. films of the 50s, <laughs> you know, where like, it could happen to your son. And it's like, oh, Johnny started acting strange. And, Nathan you know, was a shit. homosexual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Poor yeah. Nathan. Like, then Annette brought home a colored. <laughs> <laughs> she was hanging with those boys that live on the other side of the railroad track. Was that one called My Baby's Black? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Uh, who knows what schools they showed that in. <laughs> Probably all one kind of student there. Um, anyhow, you want to give a recap, Jeff? Uh, yeah, quick recap. Um, it is a 1950s-style film noir, which is a French word. Do you know what it means? <laughs> yeah, black. Does noir. Oh, noir black means black. Noir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or Schwartz for the German. Anyway, it is about uh, a detective... Oh, uh, well, there's a, there's a lady, Barbara. Mm -hmm. Barbara. And she has Barbara. a son. What was his name? Nathan. Nathan, Nathan that's right. So like her son, Nathan, is uh, dead. Yes. Right at the beginning there. Beaten. And when this detective goes to ask her about it. Oh, also, everything is idyllic. Yes. Remember that? It's very important. Everything's, Everything's idyllic. Nice and neat and clean, which mm -hmm. is the facade, the titular facade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice use of the word titular. Yes, it's how nice and clean everything is, but, you know, lurking behind the facade. And the film does is, a very, is very kid. subtle about this in its directions, too. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, boy, enough. Anyway, it is, so the, the kid's dead, and the detective mm -hmm. goes to talk to the mom. So the mom gives the story about how he, you know, he's getting, he bullied. Was getting bullied and stuff. And there's a flashback. That's about all we and got then so we far. Got yeah. back from the we're, we've we're just back finished from, the flashback. Yeah, we're back from the flashback now. It's like the first third or so of the movies is a flashback. Yeah, yeah, in a day. So game. now we come back from that. And I'll tell you this, it is well written mm -hmm. so far. Uh, and I'm hoping that we don't get into that sloppy, the uh, sloppy final act that yeah, we, we won't, see. Yeah, we won't notice that until... they're just trying to wrap it up so they can say, I finished my screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we begin? Yes, uh, yeah. let me get it out of here. Everyone get your, get your scripts. 
Get out your scripts. Yeah, I forgot to do the uh, beginning of the movie theme song. Get out your scripts. Get out your scripts. Okay. Interior, Grayson's office, day. Grayson sits behind his desk. He pulls out a cigarette, strikes a match, and lights it, then takes a puff. I'm in flavor country. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big country. All right, people, lay it on me. Wallace and a few other investigators are in the room. They're mid-discussion. Start with Nathan. Any reports on him after he ran away? According to the police department, there were no calls or tips regarding the whereabouts of Nathan after he ran away. He was never (laughs) spotted. (laughs) Not once. What about neighbors? Friends? Uh, We also interviewed Nathan's neighbors, classmates, teachers. No one's seen Nathan since he went missing. So either way, so, I'm sorry. (laughs) So either Nathan was just really good at staying hidden, or he was just killed not long after he ran away. You think I'm stupid, don't you, Wallace? He sits up in his chair, takes another puff of his cigarette. Wallace rolls his eyes at him. Do you have the coroner's report? Wallace hands it to him. Grayson snatches it from his grasp. Give me that. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that. Give me that. I'm joking. I'm joking. That coroner's report looks good. I should have got that. <laughs> oh, it actually says give me that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's wow. why he said it. That's why I was laughing. Oh, I thought Lawrence just was just going to use it anyway. Okay, that's no, fine. It's in the oh. script. There's the gunshot wound to his chest. Obviously. The coroner also reported significant bruising on Nathan's body. Particularly around the neck. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) They came to the conclusion that he was strangled, among other things. (laughs) He was sodomized. (laughs) In the ass. (laughs) Grayson looks confused, in deep thought. So he was strangled and shot. Sounds about right. Why would anyone shoot someone and then strangle them? They're a bad shot. (laughs) (laughs) He's just limping around going, what the fuck? He just keeps missing. He's hitting his hands. (laughs) I ran out of bullets. (laughs) It's called autoerotic asphyxiation. (laughs) All right, let's see. Why would anyone... Okay. Why would... Wait, you're at somebody... Uh, Okay, I'm Wallace, aren't I? Yeah. (laughs) Lawrence, read why would anyone... Why Why would anyone shoot someone and then strangle them? Somebody really needed to get it all out of their systems. Grayson rubs his chin, thinks for a bit. Hmm. Nice thinking. Thank you. Anything else on there you want to tell me? You did rub your chins very well, too. (laughs) (laughs) All four of them. (laughs) Yeah. In addition to the mockings around the neck, there were additional bruises throughout his back and chest. The coroner likened them to shoe prints and mockings resembling that of a club or a baseball bat. The baseball club. So, <laughs> he was clearly attacked. As if we didn't know that already. Yeah, really. This was murder, no doubt. Keenly observed. Should that be sarcastic? Keenly observed. <laughs> he he smiles. smiles slyly at Grayson. <laughs> but Grayson's deep in thought. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say baseball bat? Yes. <laughs> Spencer McFadden used a baseball bat. Spencer? Spencer McFadden. Mrs. Adamson told me about him. He was a student who used to bully Nathan constantly, and he beat him up one day. He used a baseball bat. Any chance it's a coincidence? Mm, doubtful. 
Looks like lightning done struck twice. I'm not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like lightning struck twice. Unfortunately, on Nathan's face. This <laughs> came to the baseball bat. It broke off in his asshole. <laughs> Let's pay this kid a visit. Exterior, Spencer's house day. Grayson and a few police officers have gathered around Spencer's house. One of them pounds on the front door. A few seconds later, the door swings open. Spencer stands in the doorway, looking confused. Hello? Are you Spencer McFadden? Yeah, something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> we'd like uh, you to come with us. We have a few questions we'd like you to answer. Why? I haven't done anything. We'll see about that. Now, come on. We haven't got all day. The police officers step forward and grab Spencer's arm. Me. He struggles in their grasp. Me. Me. You can't do this. Let me go. I didn't do anything. Then you won't have anything to worry about. Come along now. Along now. Come along, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right, boy. He struts away nonchalantly as the police officers escort a struggling Spencer away towards the patrol cars. Interior. Interrogation room. <clears throat> day. Spencer sits in front of the table. Much calmer now. He looks ashamed, nervous, and confused. <laughs> Grayson walks in, plops down into his chair. Yeah, he plops <laughs> his chair. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't wait. That poor chair. Too much coffee this morning. Let's get this started, shall we? Lights another cigarette. Spencer is not around. Amused. Not amused. You Sorry. idiot. Please, tell me what I'm doing here. I didn't do anything wrong. Do you remember Nathan Adamson? Reminds me of a, it's a similar to a, another kid who probably uh, deserves such treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer yeah. suddenly falls silent. You're not deaf now, are you? What's the matter? You deep or something? <laughs> Excuse me. No. So? Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> Can you tell me when the last time you saw him was? Spencer thinks it over for a second. I don't know. I think it was a few months ago. No, sorry. You're oh, not going to... No. You can't, you can't start a flashback. No, flashback. <laughs> <laughs> script. Really? Have a flashback. I want it to be a flashback. I want more flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> really? So you never ran into him, say, sometime in the last week or so? No. Why are you asking me these questions? Grayson's chair creaks slightly as he sits up, looks at Spencer straight in the eyes. That's every chair Lawrence sits in. <laughs> and now it's as he sits down and then collapses. Well, it's creaking, it's creaking with relief when he gets up. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, he's already broken me. That's too late for me. <laughs> Where was he? Where, 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 where? <laughs> Looks at Spencer straight in the eyes. Okay. Because he's dead. Spencer becomes silent once again. His eyes wide in pure shock. What? You seem surprised. Well, I am. You think I killed him? Grayson sits back into his chair, takes a puff of his cigarette. I understand about three months ago you had an it's unfortunate encounter with Nathan. Three months ago. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Where you ambushed him after class. Then you proceeded to beat the living soul out of him with a baseball bat. Spencer sighs. Ashamed. <sighs> All right, yes. I did beat him up once, but I didn't kill him. 
We received word from the coroner there were marks resembling those of a baseball bat on Nathan's body, as well as you, Prince. Your two weapons of choice. There were Louisville's slugger imprints <laughs> in his back. <laughs> Spencer is speechless again. He finally musters up the words. That could have been anyone. I'm telling you, I'm innocent. We searched through your home and we recovered your bat. The same one you I used must on... Have pulled out an ace and that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same one you used on Nathan. You found small traces of blood and semen on it. <laughs> well, that semen, it's not mine. <laughs> I know it's Nathan's. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me, Spencer, where were you Sunday of last week, say between 2 and 3 o'clock? <laughs> I was in church at confession for an hour. <laughs> I didn't do it. Just to answer the question, kid. Spencer falls silent, thinking it over. I was at home. Anyone vouch for you? Were your parents home? No, I was home alone. Ah! Uh! <laughs> 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 uh, Wait a minute, what was that? That was one of the theme musics learned used yeah. in Home Alone. Oh, that was really bad. You gotta do. Do 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 can you tell me what you did? You tell me what you did. Did you go anywhere that night? Spencer sighs heavily. <sighs> I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. Grayson pauses for a moment. I'm going to go out on a limb here and ask, was there any alcohol in your home? <laughs> there was before that night. <laughs> Spencer doesn't answer. Only a look of shame on his face. Hmm. How much did you drink that night? That why you don't remember anything? I guess. You really must have been cruising for <laughs> cruising. He was cruising. <laughs> he was cruising <laughs> <all> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> he ran into He was cruising too. Looks like murder ain't the only thing you're in trouble for. I didn't murder anybody. I'll let the head of I'll let the head of homicide take the rest of this. Grayson gets up. Why isn't the head of homicide talking to him now? You, yeah, you'd think that. Well, because he can't be chasing after every after every murder in this idyllic community. How many murders could there possibly be? Why this would is an even, idyllic community. Well, yeah, why do you even have a homicide guy, <laughs> Jeff? They have, not even not even a homicide guy. They have an entire uh, homicide department. Yeah, Maybe department. the facade is on the whole town. There's a seedy underbelly. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh, Maybe we'll find out. I love a good seedy underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you certainly do. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> no, in my stomach stupid <laughs> I went under my belly <laughs> after I swallow it <laughs> uh, Grayson gets up nonchalantly exit the room Spencer just looks down in shame <laughs> interior Grayson's office day Grayson stands by his desk the phone receiver at his ear hello <laughs> no don't give me that <laughs> well if he really did kill Nathan then prove to me he did would it make him talk? Grayson sighs. He shifts the phone to his other hand while rolling his eyes in frustration. This bitch, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> oh, sorry, dear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, does he have any alibis? <laughs> what, no, talk to everyone. Make sure his actions are accounted for all last week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now, give me some results. His alibis, like, 
Monday, beating up Nathan. Tuesday, <laughs> beating up Nathan. <laughs> he slams down the receiver, sighing loudly in exasperation. The phone suddenly rings again. The phone rings again. Thank you. He picks it up. What is it? All right, good. Send him in then. Yes, goodbye. He hangs up. Grayson <laughs> walks around to the other side of his desk and falls into it. At least he didn't plop this time. <laughs> no, he I'm falls falling into, his... into the chair now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> he cradles his tired head in his hand. He broke a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> There's a light rap on the door. <laughs> right rap on the door. <laughs> For the D to the O. <laughs> the D to the O. Double O. R. <laughs> I keep, I keep rooms, keep you out of rooms. Okay, come in. Let's end this fast. <laughs> the door opens. Oh, I'm so bad at rhyming and rapping. <laughs> Barbara. I have, I have no flow. Barbara and Donald walk in. Afternoon, Mr. and Mrs. Adamson. Good afternoon. Is something the matter? We were a bit worried when you called us on such short notice. Please sit. What else there is to worry about? The kid's already fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. What, we're still looking? Well, I mean, maybe the detective was like, oh, it turns out uh, I did it? <laughs> he motions towards two empty chairs next to his desk. They sit on. So after a bit of digging, there are some things we found out that uh, you both should know. What is it? Well, we, have, well, we think we're, you're right. We, we have good reason to believe Spencer may have done this. Barbara and Donald exchange glances. They don't appear to be very surprised. Now, listen, I've watched enough Law and Order that if you're in the first third of the episode of the Law and Order, they pick up a guy, it ain't that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is guy. way too early in the film for him to be the guy. Unless well, it's poorly written, but you know. Well, there were baseball bat marks on Nathan's body. We brought him in for questioning, and it turns out his actions can't be accounted for the night Nathan ran away. Now, it's still not enough evidence to convict Spencer, but... We're going to get there, I promise. Barbara and Donald sit in silence for a beat. Taking in this, in this information. I can't say we're too surprised. We knew after the incident, he would end up doing something like this eventually. I'm sorry again. Is that all? Well, we're still interrogating Spencer and searching for evidence. So far, he hasn't been talking much, but we're working on it. Where is he? We have him in a holding cell for now until we find enough evidence to have him convicted. Would you like to see him? A long silence. Could we? I said a long silence. Could we? Nice. Well, if you choose, right this way. Interior, holding cell area, day. The door creaks open. <laughs> Lawrence wins. Barbara and Donald slowly make an entrance. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> Grayson right behind. Spencer's just motionless behind the bars of his holding cell. Their entrance sparks movement in him. He looks up. Genuinely surprised to see Barbara and Donald. They are both as serious face as ever. You know, Spencer needs to learn a thing or two about his rights. They can't hold them yeah, really? unless he's under arrest. Right. And what fucking stupid bully teenager is going to know that? Exactly. exactly. Also, he's probably a minor. So he shouldn't have even been talking to the detective without a parent or guardian. Or an attorney. Correct. Or an attorney. What are you doing here? We wanted to talk to you. Face to face. 
so you can see the devastation that you've caused to my family. The pain you've put us through. The hole in our hearts. The hole in our son that you filled with that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it wasn't a bad, he would have been filling it with cock. <laughs> I did your son a favor. <laughs> I didn't kill Nathan. You did. I have my certainty. You hated my son. You tormented him and made his life a living hell. Then you beat him for no reason at all. I'm not surprised it's you. You are an atrocious human being, and you're finally getting the treatment you deserve. Spencer just sits there, taking it. <laughs> like Nathan did. Mm -hmm. A hint of a tear forms in his eye. Donald steps forward, hand on Barbara's shoulder, holding her back. Barbara. No, I won't. You deserve this. I want you to feel more guilt than you ever have before. I want you to know the pain and turmoil you're, we're going through. I want for you, sitting alone in your prison cell years from now, to look back on this and have the guilt and shame eat you up from the inside the same way our grief is eating at us. It's a little heavy, don't you think? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer? Oh. Stop it! That's what I said looking at the script, my yeah, right, fellas? <laughs> right. Spencer's screaming now, his emotion pouring out of him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for beating up Nathan, okay? I'm I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I swear, if I could go back, I wouldn't have done it. I was stupid, and I admit it was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't kill him. You have to believe me. Barbara stares at him for a long time. It's the problem is I'm both and I can't stare at myself. <laughs> I, know, I know. You give a good shot, though. I'm sorry, but I don't. My indifference to you knows no bounds. With that, she spins around and strides out of the room without another word. Donald stands there a moment, a quick glance at Spencer, who is in there, who's in tears, then leaves as well. Grayson turns, about to leave, but stops. His eyes linger on Spencer. He sobs quietly alone in his cell. <laughs> Interior car. Day. Donald and Barbara are driving down the road. Donald is at the wheel. Barbara in the passenger seat. <laughs> Donald is using one of his seven ashtrays. And <laughs> <laughs> his 1951... Uh, <laughs> his Packard. Plymouth monstrosity. <laughs> Barbara is in the back seat where women belong. <laughs> No one is talking. Donald then breaks the silence. That wasn't necessary. What? Back there, all those things you said to him. I can't help but feel a little bad for the guy. Barbara shoots Donald a look of disbelief. Are you listening to yourself, Donald? I'm just saying. He's a kid, for God's sake. He doesn't deserve this. He does deserve this. How can you possibly have pity for him after what he did to Nathan? Donald is silent. Never mind about what he did to Nathan. Think about what he did to Trump. What everyone did to Trump. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll just have to give my old husband George a call. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara sighs, gazes blankly out ah, through the window. Ah, we all agree this is what has to be done. He has to pay the price. This is about justice for Nathan. Donald sighs this time, but remains silent. He focuses on the road as he drives. 
Grayson's office, night. Grayson sits motionless at his desk. His eyes gaze out the window, pensive. The Venetian blinds cast a stripe-like shadow effect across Grayson's face. Wallace walks in. Grayson still stares out the window, concentration unbroken. Broken. I'm heading out. Just wondering what you're up to. Grayson doesn't respond. Wallace is about to leave, but pauses. What are you thinking about? <laughs> so, what, what are you, you thinking what, about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> Let me ask you something, Wallace. Shoot. Oh, look out. <laughs> <laughs> if you did something really horrible or wrong, would you feel you would feel bad about it, right? Uh yeah. And if you truly do feel bad about it and you regret doing it, would you turn around and do it again? No. Why? Grayson sighs, then rotates his chair around, face Whee! to face with Wallace. Whee! And it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Wallace Shawn. <laughs> I can't do Wallace Shawn, just be another Spencer. It's Spencer. He says he regrets what he did to Nathan and that he didn't kill him. Oh, come on! Don't tell me you believe him! Don't fall for his tricks! How's that for Wallace Shawn? No, no it really doesn't bad. Work. It doesn't sound. I didn't even know you were trying to do him. Okay. Told you. Well, I'm not sure what to believe at this point. A boy like that is not to be trusted, I would think. Mrs. and Mr. Adamson had a talk with Spencer earlier. I could see it in his eyes. He was guilty about what he did to Nathan. Think about it, Wallace. If he was so ashamed... Think, think, think about what you tried to do to me. <laughs> if he was so ashamed, why would he just suddenly murder Nathan? He's only ashamed because he got caught, sir. He wasn't ashamed until after Nathan was dead. You can't trust the guy, Grayson. All the evidence we have so far points to him, and it makes sense. I have a hunch about this. A hunch? So you're going to put a lot of extra weight on your shoulders. <laughs> you have a <laughs> below them as it is. <laughs> because you have a hunch? If it means finding the real murderer, then yes. That's a silly thing to say. Grayson shoots him a strange look and sighs. I will not let them go through what I went through. What did you go through? Audrey, my wife, they never found her killer. Probably because that cop had some stupid fucking hunch. Maybe, <laughs> maybe because Grayson's a shitty detective. <laughs> he looks into Wallace's eyes. Wallace is silent. Imagine a world where you... <laughs> Imagine a world. <laughs> Imagine coming home one day to find your wife dead. In a world where a, <laughs> where a teenage boy has a baseball bat in his ass. <laughs> Imagine coming home one day to find your wife dead and then never knowing what happened to her. It's a horrible feeling. Or a liberating feeling. <laughs> That's why he barely investigated. <laughs> he's like, like ah, don't worry well, about he, it. No, he sees his wife dead and, <laughs> and he's like, well, I guess it's a mystery. <laughs> we'll never know. I'm like, well, actually, there's a... <laughs> I said we'll never know. Well, the, the killer actually left his shirt over here. We'll never know. <laughs> oh, the weapon's right here in this pool of blood. <laughs> there's some guy with no shirt on standing across the street. <laughs> That's one of the local Chippendale dancers. <laughs> I love Dodger. 
Even though we started to drift apart towards the end. Ah, interesting. I still loved her with all my heart. I never wanted her dead. You sure about that? I did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anyone to ever have to know the kind of pain. The pain of not knowing. I see. Good. Meanwhile, uh, I'm going to go find some answers at the bar. (laughs) Into your Adamson home dining room night. Barbara and Donald sit at the dining table. Candles are lit and freshly prepared food is on the table. They eat in silence for a while. How do you like the food? It's good. As always, nicely overdone steak. That didn't seem like much of a strong reaction. It's great. What do you want me to say? Barbara gives him a quizzical look. Are you okay, Donald? Something bothering you? I'm sure you already know the answer to that. Look, I know Nathan is gone. It's been hard for both of us, but we have to move on. Donald, she's she's the one saying we have to move on after she was making that big speech in the (laughs) jail to the guy who may or may not have done it. Donald shoots Barbara an almost offended look. Has it been? Really? Donald. Let me ask you something. Do you even care about Nathan? Excuse me. Ever since that night, you've been acting as if you don't even care about what happened. How dare you? (laughs) I loved Nathan. I'm devastated that he's gone, just like you are. Wouldn't hurt to show it once in a while. What do you want me to do? Burst into a blubbering mass of tears every time someone mentions his name? Why not? What's wrong with showing just a tiny smidgen of emotion about your dead son? People will understand. People always tell me they would understand. I hear it all the time. People call me all the time. They say, Donald, Donnie, you understand everything. (laughs) They would understand. You don't have to remain perfectly composed at all times like I do, okay? Uh, I don't understand this because before she was yeah. flipping the fuck she out, she was flipping out, and Donald's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and now she's like, you know, Donald's like, couldn't you show some emotion?" I don't well, understand this. That might also be the, the facade. facade, the titular <laughs> facade, the facade. <laughs> Nathan solemnly looks away. Barbara, Barbara, Sorry, Nathan's Nathan, dead. Nathan's yes. fucking dead. Our situation is precarious. You know that. And whose fault is that? Please stop this. I don't want to talk about this any longer. Donald sighs, calms down a little. He jabs a fork into his food and puts it into his mouth. So he eats. Yeah. Sure. They are quiet now. They resume eating gracefully in silence. Interior, church, day. Church proceedings are over. Oh, Jeff, because you're Father Thomas. Oh, that's right, yeah. No, church proceedings are over. Yay. People stand around. <laughs> no, we get to go to Eaton Park. <laughs> no. Time to go home and watch football. People stand around talking with each other. Grayson enters. He looks around, spots Father Thomas near the back, talking with some people. Grayson walks up to him. He waits patiently until Father Thomas frees up. Mm-hmm. Father Thomas? Yes? My name is Avery Grayson. Do you have a moment? Yes. What is it? <laughs> it's a, about a minute and a half worth of time. <laughs> That's not important right now. I'm actually part of an investigation. Can we talk in private? All right. Why don't you come into my office? Thank you. 
They walk away. Meanwhile, on the other side of the room is Barbara and Donald. Barbara walks off, chatting with her group of female friends like a bunch of fucking hens. <laughs> wow, you read my mind. <laughs> Maintaining her picture-perfect smile and persona. We get it. Of course. Donald just stares at her. Do you think the church is idyllic? Like they have stained glass windows and oh, a big probably. pipe organ and everything. But that too is just a facade. And everybody for in town. All the boy rape that goes on in there. <laughs> and everybody in town goes to church. And their their kids, they're getting fucked. And they're the all priest. cheating on each other. They're all altar boys. There might as well be a swingers club with these people. But the priest keeps having to buy new uh, altar boy robes because they all have <laughs> blood on their backs. <laughs> <laughs> other stains Ooh. on the front. Oh no. <laughs> Particularly the chest yes. area. That, that, the, you know what? No one knows what Father Thomas is into. It's, it's the altar boy robes that are the titular facade <laughs> for the altar boys. And the priest from, told me it had to be noon underneath. It was a, some, like some sort of rule. Yeah, they, he, it was like handwritten in the Bible that he had. Yes, and the underwear, too. It says right here, uh, no underwear under the altar boy robes. <laughs> And from the memorial service, walks up to Donald from behind. Donald? Donald spins around to face her, and then he gets dizzy and falls down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and flashes an amicable grin. Oh. And it's nice to see you here. Likewise. How are you holding up? Well, you know, I'm hanging in there. Thanks for your concern. It's nothing. Really is nothing. <laughs> I like to be nice to people. It's nice to be nice. I could see that. You're a very, very nice woman. Ooh, that he eyes her up and down. They smile flirtatiously at each other. This is me batting my eyelashes. That's good bang. Thank you. They smile flirtatiously at each other. Their flirting is interrupted by Barbara. What a fucking wet blanket this oh wife of his. Oh, my God. You know, she comes in. Here's hot Anne. Mm -hmm. You know, and Donald's, he's, he's, he's like, he's smelling that dripping wet puss. <laughs> and then Barbara comes over. Oh, he's she's holding, got he's holding like, up all right, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. He was, and then Barbara comes over. He's like, with her, with her Vegemite smelling puss. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Vegemite, <laughs> Vegemite pussy. In a vagina? <laughs> Oi, Donald! <laughs> we should get going now! <laughs> All right, baby. I didn't realize you were Australian now, but okay. They walk away together. But not before Donald turns back, gives a quick look at Anne. They fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. They, they smile. smiled. That's all. Interior. Father Thomas's office. Day. Father Thomas and Grayson are seated around his desk. What can I help you with? As you know, Nathan Adamson was murdered recently. Oh, uh, yes. Such a tragedy, huh? Exactly. I'm currently investigating the murder. From what I understand, you had a talk with Nathan recently. Yes, I did. Well, if you would, I'd like to know what you both discussed. Uh, who knows, there might be some useful information in there. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you like to know? Father Thomas sighs, thinking, trying to recall. Just uh, start from the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heaven. <laughs> oh, and God, not that far back. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe skip the Old Testament. <laughs> and so it was that on the... <laughs> Ab- yes, I know. Abraham begat Meshach and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, it began quite like the way we are right now. Nathan <laughs> sat in that chair, and we um, oh, we great. talked. Well, what a great time to take <laughs> oh, a, a break. Flashback. Yeah, <laughs> nice. a flashback I was about to tell you, I was about to tell you to do it like, it began quite like the way we are right now. <laughs> and then I looked ahead and it said flashback. So we do have a flashback coming up. Uh, let's, this was a perfect time to take a break. Yes, right, that's right beautiful. Before the flashback. This guy wrote this script just for us. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he really, he really he, did. He timed it out just right. Just perfectly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, if they have a review, we can probably get to that. <laughs> uh, so yes. uh, we'll be right back after this break. It was pretty abrupt. We usually don't go to the break that abruptly, (laughs) you know, but I guess it's break time. So later. Perfection isn't born. It's found in the dark places where others dare not look. It waits. And then long after others have given up the search, it's uncovered. Pure perfection, pure power, the purest swing. Louisville Slugger. Hey, we're back with Facade. <laughs> dun 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 dun. The a film noir, <laughs> starring one town, one facade. One town, one gay teenager, <laughs> and one guilty-looking priest. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we were about to have a flashback. Uh, yeah. So right, well, Lawrence, I want you or John, I want you to read the, your last line again. Okay. But do it flashback, like. Okay. Shame on me for not reading ahead, eh, fellas? Okay. Well. Began quite like the way we are right now. Nathan sat in that chair and we talked. Flashback to interior, Father Thomas's office. Day, one week ago. Nathan and Father Thomas are seated across from each other. So, your parents tell me you're gay. I'm just kidding. So, your parents tell me you're going through some trouble, huh? I guess so. Oh, shit. Uh, Guest Father Thomas? I can do Guest Father Thomas. Thank you. So, your parents tell me you're going through some trouble. I guess so. Beat. Okay. Well, they don't. They tell me you don't really talk much or communicate things to them. <laughs> Can you tell me why? <laughs> I know what you're doing, and I appreciate it. I don't know. I just don't have much to talk about. I'm sure there are plenty of things to talk about, Nathan. Talk about what goes on at school or things you do with your friends, if you know what I mean. Not much happens to me at school. I don't have any friends. Why not? A boy's best friend is his mother. (laughs) (laughs) A boy's best friend is Jesus, Nathan. (laughs) You should talk to people. 
You'd be surprised. There are a lot of people willing to be your friend. A lot of people. Perhaps someone right in front of you. I doubt it. I always get picked on and bullied at school. Nobody cares about me enough to be my friend. Why don't you talk about that with your parents? It's something they should know. I don't want them to know. They already think I'm weird. Especially mother. <laughs> she keeps yelling at me to sit up straight. Or smile or whatever. It gets on my nerves. Beat. Booms. I just wish they would leave me alone sometimes. They care more about uh, looking nice and uh, perfect than they do about me. Beat. The, the facade. I feel like I'm trapped. With all the troubles at school. <laughs> I just want nothing more than a comforting home to return to. But it's not. Sometimes I feel like I boom, boom. run away and free <laughs> myself from them. Boom, boom. Nathan sighs. <sighs> Please don't tell them that. Actually, could you not tell them about anything we talk about in here? Are you sure? They're trying to help you, Nathan. I just want you to know that. If they know what's going on with you, it might help them to connect with you more. The way you might with uh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't want them to think there's something wrong with me. I just want them to think I'm normal with normal feelings. Well, you know, Nathan, there was some someone that the Jews didn't think was very normal. <laughs> he was a carpenter who had some crazy ideas. <laughs> So they nailed him to a cross, he, <laughs> and he died for your sins. He died so that God would forgive your homosexuality, Nathan. I didn't say anything about that. Well, I could tell. Everyone in town can tell. <laughs> God damn it. Are you supposed to be using language like that? And holy shit, I'm a priest. I'm not allowed to get married. Give me something. <laughs> this is all I have, Nathan. I'm not into the young boys. <laughs> I understand. If that's what you really want, I won't say anything to your parents. You probably tell all the boys that, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell you. them not to say anything to their parents. <laughs> Thank you, Father. He sighs again. I don't know why I'm like this. Everyone thinks I'm strange and I can't help it. Nothing I can do will change what they think of me. Even my parents... Don't worry about how other people see you. Just be friendly and be yourself. And people will see you as a great person. You know, I speak to many kids who are bullied at school. I wasn't bullied, of course. I was very cute. I smoked cigarettes. <laughs> and I drank alcohol and I had a car. <laughs> Have you thought about smoking? <laughs> It doesn't make you cool, Perhaps. but at least makes you look cool. <laughs> Perhaps wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> I always tell them the same thing. Don't let them see that you are bothered by it. Stand up to them. Bullies take pleasure in seeing kids suffer. If they see that you don't suffer, they'll leave you alone. I hear that all the time, but it doesn't work. Just ask all the other bully kids that came in here and still get beat up. I've ignored people before, but they still pick on me. I've never done anything to Spencer. I've never spoken to him in my life, but he still beats me up. Let's talk about that. What's there to talk about? He makes fun of me and bullies me, so he attacked me. 
This priest sucks. Yeah. <laughs> has it, how has it affected you? <laughs> Aren't we just talking about that? Yeah. Uh, how has it affected you? It made you come talk to a fucking priest? Has it made you any stronger? Nathan almost laughs at this ridiculous <laughs> line of conversation. <laughs> if anything, it made me weaker. Especially never... my asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, oral sex make one's day. Uh, anal sex make one's whole week. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bobby Subgun, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, let's see. I never thought anything like that would happen to me, but it did. It killed me to know that someone would want to beat me up. He sighs. You guys don't know how to sigh good. You guys are both bad at sighing. A, si a sigh has to be like, uh, like that. No, like this. Oh, that was a good subtle one. See, there's all way, there's all kinds of ways to sigh. You can, you can like, you can like this. I guess. You know what? You know what? I'm not respecting your uh, creative freedom. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Let's try this again, Lawrence. He sighs. Oh, that was really good. That's really good. That's, Spencer, what, that's what I'm talking about. If Spencer could beat me up for no reason, I just know. He's going to kill me one day. I know it. Nathan and Father Thomas stare at each other for a long silence. Oh, let's bring us back, everybody. Jeff? Back to present. Interior. Father Thomas's office. Day. We're back with Grayson and Father Thomas. We're back with Grayson and Father Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're right back with Grayson <laughs> and Father Thomas on America's Top 40 <laughs> Bullied Teenagers. <laughs> they sit across from each other, Grayson pondering, and he writes, Dear Father Thomas. <laughs> a mean boy at school stuck a baseball bat up my ass. <laughs> that was Nathan, not Grayson. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> That's the gist of it. He really thought Spencer would end up killing him? That's what he said to me. Well, I guess he thought right. Grayson stares ahead, blankly, in deep thought. Hmm. With Jack Handy. Match dissolved to interior Grayson's oh. office night. Grayson sits at his desk, pensive. I was kind of hoping you'd give a deep thought from Jack Handy. I don't remember any deep thoughts from Jack Handy. I remember exactly one fuzzy memory from Jack Handy. Uh, okay, never mind. Oh, okay. So. Whatever ever happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? Wallace is standing behind his desk. Jeff, take over. We definitely have a reason why Nathan ran away. I'm not certain about Spencer, but it sure makes sense. Wallace smiles at Grayson, a sort of wink in his eyes. Not until you hear this. What did you find out? I did some extensive research on the bullet that was found in Nathan's body. And I was able to match the bullet to this gun. Wow, that's pretty cool he was able to do that. Yeah, Were they it's able pretty to impressive, the actually, for 1950s. Yeah, they just saw the brands were the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best they could do. It's just the caliber. Uh, he places a photo of a 1950s revolver that's on the desk. good album. Before, well, a bit of kid can't kind of come out yet. <laughs> oh, good yeah. point. Yeah. About 10 years away from that. Yeah. He places a photo of a 1950s revolver on the desk before Grayson. A Smith & Wesson. Grayson picks up the photo, studies it, 
curiously. Hmm, this looks like my gun. <laughs> we searched through Spencer's home and found no trace of any gun like this one. Even more yet, we looked through their records. Uh. Excuse me, I had Chinese for lunch. Spencer's family isn't recorded to have any purchased any gun of any time. What the fuck did I just say? Spencer's nah, family isn't it. recorded to have ever purchased a gun of any kind. Grayson, Grayson looks, looks up, at, up us. at I was getting there. Grayson, Grayson looks, looks up, up at Jinx. Grayson looks Shit. up at Wallace. Do you think he could have borrowed the gun from someone else? Way ahead of you, Grayson. I thought of that as well. Oh, yeah, way ahead of you, ball. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I got some proposition for you, balls. So I went to the Liberty Association to the gun records of families as much as friends. Yeah, that's how Lawrence wants you to do it. <laughs> that's how it sounds like. <laughs> hey, Dad. Dad. How could they do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have any records of purchasing this specific model. Of course, we can't take, we can't be sure that Spencer didn't borrow a gun from somebody else, or that it even could have been stolen. Grayson ponders this for a moment. It's fucking ponderous. Ponderous, man. Fucking ponderous. What would you do with the gun once the dirty work was over? He obviously didn't take it home with him. There's a good chance he would have disposed of the gun somewhere. Somehow. That's true. However... As of right now, we haven't located the gun. If it were disposed of. Hmm. This sounds like a start. Good work. I guess the question is, which is more likely? Spencer obtaining the gun without anyone knowing, or Spencer telling the truth about not murdering Nathan? Wallace just shrugs. Hmm. Didn't think so. They smiled jokingly towards one another. I don't know whether they're joking about murder. <laughs> Wallace heads towards the door. I'll let you know about any new developments. Good. Now get out of here. Whoa. Ooh, we're going to have to take turns here. Exterior, Los Angeles street, City Street. Oh, you're night. done. All right. <laughs> Exterior, Los Angeles City Street. Night. Grayson strolls down the sidewalk as rain falls in heavy sheets from the sky. Dude, He's got his suit it. and fedora donned and holds an umbrella over his head. Steam rises out of vents on the ground. A taxi drives away down the street. A man walks along the sidewalk towards Grayson. He's currently cloaked in the shadowy darkness. He walks closer and passes Grayson without a look at him. Grayson catches a swift glimpse. It's Donald. Only four people live in this town. This Los Angeles the whole time? Grayson stops in his tracks, does a double take. He watches as Donald walks away from him. Suspicion aroused. Grayson turns and follows. Ooh, I know what's happening. What? They live in a suburb of Los Angeles, but now here's Donald in the city. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. What's I mean, he doing downtown? Maybe he's coming home from work. People work in cities. He keeps a safe distance behind Donald as he follows stealthily. That's night. I know exactly what he's doing, though. Donald rushes across the street towards an apartment building. He he's arrives getting, at the front door and stops. He's getting pussy. He's, that's the pussy apartment. Grayson quickly backs up into the shadows, just as Donald turns his head, watching very conspicuously behind him. Grayson eyes him suspiciously. What well, is very suspicious? So you should eye suspiciously. Good eyeing job, Grayson. The coast is clear. Donald opens the door to the apartment building and enters. Grayson just a step behind. He walks up to the building and carefully follows him inside. Interior, apartment building, lobby, continuous. Grayson shakes off his umbrella and scans the room. 
other than a few people lounging in the receptionist's Lounging and the receptionist oh behind the God. desk. <laughs> I tried to give you. I paused because so you could take over and I give you another chance. Keep going. <laughs> the room is empty. Donald is nowhere in sight. Grayson paces about the room a bit more, but Donald is gone. He sighs in frustration. Ah! You call that sighing? No. Okay, good. I'm just frustrated. It was more of a grunt. Interior. Private investigator. Interior, private investigator's <laughs> office, day, a door. A door. <laughs> well, I mean, well done. <laughs> On the glass, read the words, Roger Davis, private investigator. Grayson opens it and walks into the office. Sitting behind the desk, smoking a cigar, is Roger Davis. He wears a shiny brown suit and fedora, reading a newspaper. He looks up and smiles at the sight of Grayson. Can I please be? Yes, you haven't, you haven't been like a, a law enforcement person yet, so go for it. Avery Grayson. Roger Davis. Good to see you. Roger stands and they shake hands. Then they sit. I have a favor to ask you. Why else would you have come all the way over here? There's someone I want you to investigate. You're a detective. <laughs> Ain't that your job? <laughs> You're a Best private dick I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's, there's trouble, trouble brewing up. <laughs> I knew you'd do it. I'm so glad you did it. And you've been out of a job for uh, how long now? You were doing yourself a favor as well as mine. All right, all right. Just tell me <laughs> who the lucky person is. <laughs> Donald Adamson. Don Adams. Get smart. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> he shows Roger a photo of Donald. Roger examines it closely. Hmm. You never asked me to follow him before, did you? Oh, why? He looks familiar. Must be confusing him for someone else. Why him? I'm investigating his son's murder. It seems our prime suspect is in the clear. And since then, I've been getting a mysterious vibe from these people. Late last night, I saw Donald walking alone. I followed him to an apartment complex before I lost him. Could be nothing at all, but still. Nothing at all! Nothing, nothing at, at all. all! Nothing, nothing at, at all. all! But still, I can't shake the feeling that he might be up to something. Might be up to something. Sounds good enough for me. I take payment up front. Grayson smiles, gets out of gets out his checkbook. <laughs> gets out of his checkbook. Uh, oh, this thing is so like small. He was, <laughs> he was in his checkbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he had to get out of yeah, it. It's like, oh man, this has been a checkbook. And start scribbling cramped in here. And start scribbling down numbers. I'll pay you the rest once I see the photos. <laughs> Where the hell are those pictures I was supposed <laughs> to see? <laughs> it's like a ponderous man. How soon will I hear from you? How long was I out of a job again? And I won't expect any delay. He rips the check from his checkbook, books it over to Roger. It's one of those really big checks. <laughs> Publishes clearinghouse. He has cardboard. Exterior Los Angeles, Los Angeles <laughs> City. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Fine. Just go with L.A., John. 
Exterior, L.A. City Street, night. Donald walks swiftly and determinedly down the sidewalk into the night. I can't answer for you. Nice. With a pizza slice and a can of paint. Roger oh. emerges from the shadows behind Donald and carefully stalks him. Wait, a pizza slice and a can of paint? That's the opening for uh, Saturday Night Fever. That's what oh. you were doing, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I looked back, I looked away for a second, I looked back, and I'm like, where does it say can of paint and <laughs> Donald continues on toward the same apartment building, the same conspicuous look of caution behind him. Mm. Then he enters. Roger observes from a distance. Through the window. To the wall! <laughs> to sees the wall. Sweat, sweat drop down his balls. <laughs> oh, skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Donald stroll down a hallway, then knocks on a nearby door. Roger rushes over into the... <laughs> to the economy <laughs> that picked no, up. I don't, I don't think so, dude. Into the adjacent alley and crouches beneath the window right below the room, <coughs> peering into the glass. The room was actually set in San Francisco. Oh, good point. A big grin on his face. Hello. Hello, Donald. Donald slams the door yeah, shut behind him, grabs the woman in his arms, and plants a big kiss on the lips. This is you and yours. As they pull away, the woman turns her head in a way so that it can be seen through the window. The woman is Anne. Bow, 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 to bow. Nobody's shock. Yeah. They smile and kiss again. Roger watches in shock and awe and horniness <laughs> and begins snapping photos for personal use. This one's for the collection. <laughs> Interior, Anne's bedroom later. Donald sits on the edge of the bed, getting dressed. Anne sits up from the bed, wrapped in the sheets, and embraces Donald. You are welcome. Glad to be of service. <laughs> I don't think I remember thanking you. <laughs> you should be the one thanking me, okay? Thanking me. How about you're the one who should be welcome? <laughs> you know, I'm really scared of those sharks that they have on the TV now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dawn just looks at her and smiles. I should go. So soon. Just like you came. <laughs> Barbara will be wondering where I am. <laughs> Nobody comes faster than me, okay? <laughs> Oh, Barbara. She can't know about this. No, I fucking plan on telling she her about this. She would take all my money in the divorce. <laughs> oh, of course. Definitely. She'd kill me if she knew about us. Is that so? She always seemed like such a lovely person. Oh, she's far from it. She's a killer. That's just a mask she or puts facade. on. Or <laughs> yes. facade? I was going to I was going to say the same thing. That's just a mask she or puts facade. on for everyone to see, but in reality, she's not nearly as lovely as she seems. Whoa. Trust me. Whoa. And smiles, mm. sits up on the bed. I see. And you can see her tits. Yeah. Cuz well, the sheet fell off, and her big tits were like swinging all over the place and bouncing around. <laughs> this girl was probably 120 pounds And I swear 50 pounds was tits Swinging there like two delicious cow pies Oh my god, my turtle died Long story Um, anyway Uh, I see You must be quite the daredevil then I know I must be crazy to do this to Barbara Of all people It's understandable, Donald Don't feel bad You're going through so much 
Especially since you lost your son. And the election. And the election. Well, no, he Which would never I didn't say lose. If your own wife isn't going to comfort you, I'd be happy to do the job. It's true. This lady at work told me that he didn't lose it. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he will be reinstated in He was uh, the president in March. So the lady, that's what she said. Donald smiles. And not to mention, and forgive me <laughs> for saying this. Gesundheit. Thank you. <laughs> but from what you said, Barbara, how should I put this? Como se dice? She's a uh, shrew. <laughs> Como se dice, uh, cunt. <laughs> Donald looks into her eyes and grins. You really are a nice woman. That Barbara is such a nasty woman. <laughs> and smiles alluringly back at him. I try. Donald stands up. I'm going to want more of where that came from next time I see you. <laughs> yeah, they said that shit. Absolutely. They smile flirtatiously one last time. Then Donald leaves. Interior, Grayson's office day. Roger drops a manila envelope on Grayson's desk. Grayson removes a cigarette from his lips and stares at it. Here you are. Your photos. Grayson grabs the envelope and opens it. And the winner is... So, was there anything going on? <laughs> oh, there was definitely <laughs> something going on, all right. <laughs> I jacked it. <laughs> Grayson removes the photographs from the... I've taken pictures of lots of women's tits, <laughs> and this by far is the finest. I made lots of duplicates. <laughs> You don't owe me for those, just the originals. <laughs> His eyes widen at the result. Nice. He scans through photo after photo of Donald and Anne kissing. Ooh. So, I was right in that respect. Continues I, 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 perusing the photos. I guess I was wrong about them. It was not what I was expecting. I never realized he was unhappy enough with Barbara to go behind her back like this. Take it from me. Over 20 years of private investigating, people are never the way they seem. You got that right. You got that right. Okay. Interior, Grayson's office later. Grayson walks briskly down a hallway, an investigator next to him trying to keep up. It's always the same thing, sir. We're not getting anything out of him. <laughs> he keep denying that he did it? Yes, sir. He also claims he's never seen the gun and never even used the gun before in his life. What kind of faggot has ever used a gun before <laughs> in his life? Grayson sighs. <sighs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Sigh of the year. <laughs> the look of joy <laughs> on Jeff's face. <laughs> Whenever Lawrence finally you know, cut it off at now the end. that. <laughs> that is a sigh. <laughs> You set the bar pretty high there, fella. Yeah. At which point do you think we'll believe he's telling the truth? When you hear this, the coroner was able to estimate the time of death to approximately one week ago on the same night Nathan ran away. If that's accurate, and if Spencer is telling the truth, that would mean he was at home when Nathan was killed. Can you prove it? Sort of. We interviewed Spencer's neighbors. One of them admitted to knocking on Spencer's door, complaining about the noise. They said it was around 9 p.m. They also observed that Spencer was a bit tipsy upon answering the door, which matches Spencer's statements. Looks like he got himself an alibi. 
Besides that, however, we still can't hold Spencer accountable for anything that happened after that. For all we know, he still could have left his home and done who knows what. They arrive at the door to Grayson's office. Wallace is standing there, waiting. What have you got? The autopsy report, finally. All right, come in. He opens the door to his office, and they enter. Wallace, hit me with it. Ah. (laughs) Not that hard. So, you know how we all assume Nathan's death was by gunshot? It wasn't. Where do you think I'm going with this? Of course. Wallace pulls out an envelope with the autopsy report inside, hands it to Grayson, who begins perusing it. And the cause of death is... I'm just kidding. Start perusing, damn it. <laughs> he, holds up, he holds it up to his head, on which he has affixed a turban. <laughs> his sidekick uh, guffaws next to him. <laughs> a baseball bat? <laughs> oh, a baseball bat. <laughs> an anus? An, an anus, sir. <laughs> and a pair of hands around the neck. <laughs> How this little queer could die. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. According to the people that performed the autopsy, the bullet only came into contact with superficial tissue, causing no damage to any underlying organs. Flesh wound? That's right. Tis only a flesh wound. (laughs) The gunshot wasn't the cause of Nathan's death. So how did he die? That stupid bastard, I cut his arms off. (laughs) (laughs) Grayson looks back down at the autopsy report. Nathan's lungs were swollen due to the lack of oxygen. There was also signs of hemorrhaging in the eyes and neck. You remember the bruises around Nathan's neck? It was autoerotic asphyxiation. I knew it. Someone had strangled Nathan to death. Or that too. It was regular erotic asphyxiation (laughs) with a partner. Why would someone strangle someone to death and then shoot him? It could have been the other way around. Obviously, shooting him once wasn't enough. If somebody shot him and it didn't kill him, why would he strangle him instead? He's already got the gun in his hand, just pulled the trigger again. Simple. Maybe he ran out of bullets. Well, that wouldn't make any sense either. The gun he used was a revolver, correct? Mm-hmm. No one in their right mind would only load one bullet into a revolver and hope that it fires on the first shot. It'd be more like a game of roulette. I'm just saying. The Russian kind. I'm just saying. joking, I'm joking. It makes more sense than shooting someone after they were already strangled to death. None of this makes any sense. Grayson sighs. (sighs) Confused. You still think Spencer did it? I'm not sure. There's something about him, though, I... I, I, I don't think he could have done this. Going with your hunch? Grayson looks up at Wallace and smiles. My hunch is never but wrong, Wallace. Smi- smile? No, not, not at me. <laughs> I'm the narrator. <laughs> smile at John. He's Wallace. There you go. Make eye contact with me, damn it. Jesus. <laughs> God. Unprofessional bullshit. Okay. No, I've lost my place. My, Interior, absent home day. A loud knock on the door. Oh, wait, I found it. My hunch is never wrong, Wallace. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
That ain't exactly good policing there, Grayson. <laughs> Barbara, actually, you locked up a lot of innocent black people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Barbara rushes over and opens it. It's Grayson. Mr. Grayson, what a surprise. Can I help you? Yes. There are just some things regarding this clay regarding this case that I would like to discuss. Of course. Come in. Barbara welcomes Grayson inside and closes the door behind her. I apologize for the mess. You caught me by surprise. I wasn't prepared for any guests. Grayson stares at the immaculate room around him and smirks. The facade? Not the facade. Uh, that's quite all right. Is Mr. Adamson present? Not at the moment, I'm afraid. Well, we'll just discuss this one-on-one. Oh, I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> then move towards the Davenport. Oh, the <laughs> Davenport. <laughs> Come over here and sit on this Davenport, and then I'm going to sit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what is it you want to discuss? <laughs> I lost my place. Hold on. Grace and Lexi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, why is Lawrence getting all the good side uh, parts? Uh, you're, you're on. You get all, you get all the good size. <laughs> uh. Grace and lets out a heavy sigh. <sighs> Well, with Lawrence, every sigh is a heavy sigh, am That's I right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for socking that finger. <laughs> I know it might pain you to hear, but I have a feeling Spencer is innocent. What are you talking about? That's impossible. Possible. What are you talking about? As if you, if you're right. <laughs> I've really embarrassed myself at the prison. How do you know that? Well, the main thing we know right now is that the gun that was used on Nathan has never been purchased by Spencer or his family. In fact, they aren't even licensed to bear arms. Everyone has a right to bear arms, <laughs> goddammit. Have you read our Constitution? That's something, little thing called the Bill of Rights, sir. Well, he must have borrowed someone else's. It's possible. It's possible. But not likely. You see, Spencer also claimed he had never seen or used a gun before. He's a lying, scheming, conniving monster. How can you possibly believe him? Spencer must have killed Nathan. I know it. With all due respect, Mrs. Adamson, your feelings towards Spencer are getting in the way. What about the baseball bat markings? The shoe prints? It's most likely just... The prints of shoes. Uh, it's most likely just coincidental. <laughs> this is a Mr. Rogers character that didn't really pan out. <laughs> the uh, prints <yeah>. of shoes. <laughs> is that a shoe on his They head? ran out of uh, plot lines for him. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm a shoe. <laughs> so someone please tie my tongue back the right way <laughs> so I can talk properly. <laughs> Certainly, Mr. Shoe Prince. Here's how you tie a shoe. You loop the laces around you do. Besides, we were also able to confirm through the testimony of his neighbors that Spencer was at home on the night Nathan died. Barbara sighs. What the fuck? We're not even trying. 
Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't want to overdo it. <laughs> okay. Fine. Say, it, say it again. Barbara sighs. <sighs> Calming down slightly. Hmm. You just give it up. <laughs> after being out, after can't being be topped. Out, after being outdone be by topped. Lawrence, like you're just like, how the fuck am I gonna? Well, I'm like, what am I gonna do? You know, I can't say that good. <laughs> I don't know. Play to the back road, damn it. All right, fine. <laughs> say it one, well, last time. Last time. This is your last chance. Barbara sighs. <sighs> oh. I know it's never going to be good. Work, work on that. You, everything I do, you work like, on oh, that. Fuck you. You can't sigh properly. <laughs> work asshole. on that. You got fuck you. Work on That's that. What you're going to say when we're done here? Uh, we'll, go up to the mirror. Uh, we'll talk and about sign. We're going to record about four hours of sighs, different kinds <laughs> of sighs, mm-hmm. so we can make sure that we do a good job. Because there's probably going to be more sighs on the next show. I would imagine. So, so we got to get got to get make shape. sure we're doing them right. Calming down slightly. Who else could have possibly done this? Who else would want to hurt my son? Honestly, I don't know. Probably someone who's not very bright, I'm guessing. Why do you say that? Well, apparently the gunshot wasn't the cause of Nathan's death. It was only a flesh wound. (laughs) It's only a flesh wound? The bullet only hit superficial tissue and caused no major harm to his body, despite the fact that it's a bullet. That tissue also only cared about its facade, too. (laughs) It was very superficial. (laughs) This this whole thing, it's facades all the way through. It's all facades. Caused no major harm to his body, so it's highly unlikely the gunshot killed him. It was also a, a bullet had a metal jacket, so... That's sort of a sort of facade. It was an idyllic jacket too. With a lead bullet, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a very it was high idyllic. class jacket. It was copper. <laughs> There's a look of horror washed over Barbara's face as she listens. Oh. Her hand slowly moves to the corner to cover her agape mouth. <gasps> the true cause of Nathan's death was asphyxiation, strangulation. That's. Quite a surprise. She tries her best to keep it together and remain composed. Barbara We're takes a it together. few calming breaths. <laughs> keep, keeping it together. Breathe into the bag now. Gene, keeping it together. What? Never mind. I'll, never mind. Fargo? I you would Fargo? No. No, 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 no. I'll, well, I'll tell you after. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, how do you know that? Those were the results of the autopsy we performed on Nathan. You performed an autopsy? How come I never knew about this? Oh, shit. We have the right to perform an autopsy, especially when the cause of death is unclear. Besides, Grayson leads forward, looks into Barbara's eyes. I thought you wanted to bring justice to your son. No. Find out who killed him. I just wanted to yell at that young boy. He's an an asshole. I don't you, care if he killed my son. You do, don't you? You hate that boy. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is going to help us do that. I don't understand why you're so upset. I do. I want whoever did this to be caught and punished. It's just I wanted to prepare a proper burial for him. A traditional funeral. A facade of a funeral, you might say. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. 
the bodies are always reassembled <laughs> like Frankenstein's so monster. So the arms back on the right way. <laughs> they got nuts the and right bolts way. and shit. <laughs> Ratchet straps. And stitch everything back up. Put some peck wrenches. Some extra skin on there. Use chicken skin in case they need to replace some human skin. And now Nathan, I look like Boris Karloff. <laughs> uh, and prepared for the funeral home. You can still have the funeral that you want. Barbara just stares at him, a little embarrassed. Oh, never mind then. Grayson looks at her cautiously. So, are you certain Spencer isn't the murderer? Well, I can't be completely certain until we have concrete proof, but I have a strong reason to believe so, yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll keep you posted now. If you find out anything, don't hesitate to contact me. Barbara nods and mm -hmm. smiles politely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course. Grayson stands and walks towards the door. A worried look returns to Barbara's face. <laughs> Grayson stops suddenly, then turns around. Just one more thing. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I had to do it. Just you for had this to. One. No, you had to. He reaches inside his coat and retrieves a manila envelope. I've thought long and hard about whether or not I should give this to you. You see, my wife didn't want it in the house anymore. <laughs> and, uh... The last thing I want to do is meddle with your personal life, but I figured out you'd want to know the truth. I know I would. Garbra hands Barbara the envelope. What? Garbra? Garbra hands Barbara. Garbra. Barbara. Yes. Hannah Barbera? Yeah. Grayson hands Barbara the envelope. Oh. She says nothing, just stares at him, confused. Good oh, day. Everyone's always confused. But officer, I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. Good day, sir. He walks out the door. Interior, Anne's bedroom day. Ooh, what's going on in Anne's bedroom? Well, you know what? I think we might have to find yeah. out what's going on in Anne's bedroom. Uh, At another time. Next time. Next time. Next time on the Anne's Bedroom Podcast. <laughs> That's where all the sexy shit goes down in Anne's Bedroom. Well, it was 1950s, right, so it's just like turning and facing book cabinets as they talk to each other, and then they finally embrace. What the fuck? Do you think people weren't like sucking dick back in the 50s? No, I'm talking about this is done in 1950s movie style. Oh, 1950s movie style. So what, what would be... I mean, I haven't seen like, you know, in old movies, like... How did they portray sexual intercourse? Like they didn't relations. They didn't. But they how did they imply it? Afterglow. So did uh, you have... Yeah, or or that have maybe the couple would go to the to the same room. Yeah. And, you know, and then a fade out. And then the, then the door closes. Yeah. And then it fades out. And then it's later, and like the guy. And then the girl's the pregnant girl's, in the next scene. She's making. <laughs> <laughs> she's like eight months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> she has a baby the next day. <laughs> It takes two days to have a baby. Well, hell, you know, on on TV, most of the couples slept in different beds. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You know, standards and practices in those days. Yeah. So was um, the army guy or Air Force or whatever, was he fucking the genie? I don't think so. I mean, she could grant wishes, and if he wished for pussy, right? But what if she, he wishes for pussy... But then, like he just like she makes like the neighbor come over. Well, which and, one are you talking about? Are you talking about Dick York or Dick Sargent? I'm You're talking, talking about, about bewitched. I dream of That's genie, not stupid. Bewitched, you fuck. Isn't that bewitched? No, I'm no. talking about the genie. I dream of genie, oh. not bewitched. Those are two different shows. Oh. 
Same thing. Dick York and Dick Sargent <laughs> yeah. were on I on or the one, Bewitched. The one with Larry the Hagman genie. was on I Dream of Genie. No, oh. no, yeah, Bewitched. She didn't grant wishes. She just like caused trouble or yeah. like. Well, that's true. She sometimes didn't sometimes she solved problems. I don't know. I didn't really like either show, but uh, I was just always thinking. I know like, Joe Besser was on one of them. Really? Yeah. Which one? I don't know. You don't I, know. Probably I Dream of Genie. It seems like it was the kind one of, of them. He, would be he on. was on, but. I always wondered, you know, like, why not be like, yeah, I wish for your pussy. Yes, master. Yeah, she yes, addressed him master. as master, so that he, exactly. So we can assume that Larry Hagman on I Dream of Genie was getting some Barbara Eden pussy. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, but you know, that's a conversation that's probably been had about a billion times by a billion morons like us. Yes, and people who've uh, seen the show. So we we've had this conversation. Have we had this conversation? You've never um, seen the show. You've never seen. You've never, never watched really Nick watched at Night. It. I never watched that in particular. No. No, you just turn it off once Get Smart was over. I liked Get Smart. I didn't like I Dream of Genie. I didn't like Bewitched. Yeah, Agent Ninety Nine was hot. Fuck yeah. And you know what? I prefer Marianne to Ginger on Gilligan. Everybody said. Everybody does. Everybody does. John, you're not special. Okay, you're like this. All the people who say that you're they, not special. Oh, I think I thought uh, Velma was hotter than Daphne. No, Daphne was hotter. Daphne Fuck, was hotter. Yeah, of course. Oh, seriously, but, who thought Velma was hotter? <laughs> no, it's it's the cool Fucking thing to nerds. say. It's the nerd. It's the cool nerdy thing to say is that you think that Velma is the hot one, but she's not. She has like a shitty short. <laughs> Like bowl cut, <laughs> the Pete Rose haircut. Yeah, she has a Pete Her Rose Mo haircut. Howard haircut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mo Howard haircut and the stupid glasses. She looks like an idiot. <laughs> Daphne was the hot one, but Fred was fucking both of them. Am I right, guys? Yeah, probably. Another conversation that a million people have had a billion times. Yeah, morons but no, like us. Marianne was hotter. Fine. Yeah, everybody knows. I yeah. Do you think Ginger was hotter? Ginger was it's supposed so, to yeah. be hotter. In fact, you'd be going against the trend if you said that Ginger was hotter. Actually, I do think Marianne was hotter. Yeah, but everybody does, because she just was. Like, Ginger I mean, just looked yeah. like a retard. They just made up Ginger to look yeah, like she, she was glamorous. stupid. Anyway, let's end the show. Oh, for God's the sake, show, please. The, why? Why are you having fun? <laughs> no, just having, this conversation. About, <laughs> yeah, it is a stupid conversation. It's a conversation that a million people have had a million times. Uh, anyway, happy days. Can we talk about... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, I watched what, happy days. What other Nick at Night shows can we talk about? I preferred Leather Tescadero, to be honest. <laughs> no, I thought Pinky was the other one. Pinky was like 40. <laughs> mm, no, I wanted to fuck Marion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... She's busy making cheese dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and explaining why they have a watermelon... <laughs> Trying to die in Hank Hill's house. Oh boy. Uh, That was was Marion Ross. Yes. Get out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mrs. Wakefield was Marion Ross. Yeah, I remember that episode. Uh, Anyway, that's the end of the show. Um, (laughs) If you haven't turned it off already. Before you guys die (laughs) in my house, how about about we we put this show to bed? We we kill the show and it'll be over. Uh, Good night. Good night. Good night.